Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Hello and welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 13. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. Welcome back to the Trail Manners Podcast. I'm super excited because I've got Joel back. Joel, I missed you. I'm sorry about that. I was buried in homework. I'm taking this user experience design class in Salt Lake, nine hours a week, and they didn't mess around that first week. They just went ahead and threw everybody in the deep end. I guess they just wanted to see who was going to sink or swim. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're swimming. Yeah, and, barely. But I'm, I'm more happy that you're back. But, you know, I, first of all, I want to start the show off. Uh, with some condolences and just heartfelt, you know, send out some some thoughts to uh, friends and family of Todd Ragsdale, who uh, they just found uh, had passed away. Um, just such a great guy, huge in the, uh, especially in the Oregon area, Rogue Valley runners, and and I know he's got a lot of ties to a lot of people in ultra running, but you know, definitely we would like to send out our heartfelt, um, you know blessings to, to everybody out there and just remind everybody just be careful out there you know doesn't matter how seasoned you are just be careful and you know we we hate to hear the s- stories like that yeah i think when you, you're heading out um for a solo run always try to leave where you're gonna go with yeah. somebody yeah so uh you know definitely want to reach out and and say we're sorry to hear all that and then next up real quick um kind of shifting gears obviously um you know just let everybody know again on the kickstarter stuff the orders are shipping so we've uh we got the the stuff in and you should people should start seeing them in the next week to two weeks depending on where you're located and how quick we can get them to you that'll be pretty cool to see some trail manor stickers on some vehicles at some trailheads or even some hats and shirts on peaks and trailheads and stuff too so Ooh, yeah and, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about a little contest we're going to have here shortly so maybe you can sport your trail manners gear for us that'd be nice yeah and we we're all about contest as people have found out getting a free race entry to the smut race that's not a little deal so yeah, and you you announced that right yep we did actually Monsley won that did so, she did yep. you did she accept it yet she's excited it's her i think it, it sounded like it was her first introduction to trail running a few years ago so she's right headed on. back to the place where she fell in love i think so that even is better so that was pretty serendipitous i like that <laughs> yeah right uh you know and then next again you know race season it's it might be the end of january first part of february but it's go time yeah it is for those people that have committed to those early season races you gotta go two weeks away right yep. two weeks from yesterday yeah because i know there's been a few like the hurt 
Um, you know, in Hawaii, that's a little different. You know, they got some different weather uh, than we do. But, you know, here where we're at, uh, Moab usually in in the past has historically kicked off the race season. Yeah, uh, it really know. has. Um, now we've got, besides Moab, we've got Antelope Canyon. Mm-hmm. So this people can go down, run in the sand, and then that one in Arizona, what is that, Black Canyon? Black Canyon, yep. We've got some people can we know going down to that. Yeah, so... So You've it's got some it, options. It's here. So hope everybody's ready. Don't go too hard, too fast. So it's uh, break it easy, right? Break it easy or break <laughs> it in easy, right? <laughs> Either way. Uh, and then we'll also be next week, uh, February 4th and 5th. On the weekend, we'll be down at the Southtown Expo Center in Utah for the Endurance Sports Show. Yeah. Lots of clinics, lots of stuff on nutrition, training, gear. You know, I know Ultra is going to be there with a huge closeout sale going on. Yeah. Are they going to announce something down there? Do they have something coming out here soon? Are we allowed to talk about that? We can talk about anything yeah. with Ultra. Yeah. They, they, well, and they just another, you know, we had Brian on the show. We talked about how they got Hard Rock 100, Western States. Uh, now they've picked up the uh, trophy series for Trailrunner Magazine. Yeah. And I so, think they've also sponsoring uh, the Buffalo Run, too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, well, that wouldn't surprise me Yeah, uh, as much as they're coming out. But, yeah, they've got their gear hitting this week. they got their apparel line. Yeah, uh, we were just flipping through the magazine. Their apparel line looks pretty nice. It does. It's it looks pretty really tight. good. And they got some nice models in their catalog as we, we saw that, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure they're all actually runners, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all good-looking folks. Yeah, so uh, they've got a lot of stuff coming out. Um, and why don't you go ahead and talk to us a little bit about, um, go along with that race, is what we have coming out on the website. So, what we'd like to see starting in February, and we'll, we'll run this at least for two months and see how it goes, but we'd like to do an Instagram type of contest, like an Instapeak contest. So, we'd like you to run up, hike, crawl up to a peak. Now, be safe. Safely. Yes, don't be stupid. Um, get on top of the peak, take a picture of yourself, take a selfie, um, have somebody take a picture of you, and then go ahead and post it to Instagram and then hashtag Trail Manners. And at the end of the month, starting in February, we will go ahead and take all those people that did a hashtag and we'll just throw the names in the pot and do a drawing. So that way it's just fair. Yep, We're not going to choose the picture we think is best. Because that may not be someone else's best photo. But I think any picture on top of a peak is, sounds pretty good right now. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to give out a prize for that, and we don't mess around with prizes here, so you want to take advantage of the situation for sure. Yeah, because we really don't know what the prize is right now. It's probably going to be something out of Eric's garage to what, start. And when, it could be anything random. Yeah, and, and there's no cars in the garage, so if that nope. tells you a little something, they don't fit. So you'll get some good brand new gear. Nothing, nothing recycled. No? No. No, it'll be brand new, everything. Oh, you guys are lucky. Yeah, right? And then... Uh, with the website, too, you're going to start seeing we have uh, some something we want to work on. It's uh, just like race previews. You yeah. Know, not stuff that you're going to find on the race website itself, kind of telling you, okay, you're going to run you know, 1.3 miles, take a left at the pine tree. Yeah, that you always, I don't know about you, but I tend not to pay attention to that stuff. I struggle to. Yeah. And so we are going to have some riders come out and do uh, race previews. The first one we're going to have was Moab. Yep. Right hot. 50K. Yep, yep. So it'll be a little little down and dirty on how it really is from a, a runner's perspective. Right, um, and we'll try to be objective as we can about the event. And that's going to be the, the big kick on that. So Right, and then we'll try to follow that up with the Antelope Canyon because I think not as many people have gone to that as, say, Moab. Yeah, it's pretty new still. I think it's, what, it's second like, year, right? Uh, I guess, yes. Yeah, I, I think, think it so. is. Yeah. 
So I think it'd be nice for those people who are going down just to have that, hey, what's this course really like? Because, I mean, you can read somebody's race review, mm-hmm. but you're kind of getting that biased point of view. Yeah. I mean, you can have a sense of what it's going to be like, but let's get something that's just more objective. Yep. And so just we're, we're going to try that out. Quick hitter, see what you think of that. And then we also, if you you know, you know think you want to write one for us, we're, we'll accept those too, right? Oh, definitely. We can take one for Black Canyon. Uh, if you wanted to get that out to us real quick, then we can get that on the website for people to yep. check out. And then uh, one thing I'm excited about is to test my my skills a little bit, is I'm going to come out with a a column myself. How's that? I think it sounds pretty good. So it's going to be called Trail Manners, and it's going to be called Bonus Miles. Yep, the Bonus Miles, because, well, you always get them. Yeah, you do. And so that's part of the first article. Hopefully it will be out within a week. Um, And it's just going to be random topics, random things that I think about. It's not going to be huge, warm debates, but kind of like, you know, when you're out on the trail and you solve the problems of the world and you come up with these really keen ideas or or thoughts or whatever, I'm just going to put them down and throw some stuff out there for the website. People can chime in anytime they want. We don't make it too too harsh and, you know, be gentle. I'm not a writer by trade. Um, I can (laughs) read pretty well. um, But, uh, yeah, so be gentle out there for me, please. That sounds good to me. So we're going we're gonna to go uh, take a break real quick. I know we just got started, but we have some things we want to talk about on the other side. So uh, stay tuned, and we will be right back with you. Hi, this is Scott Heine, and you're listening to the Trail Manners Podcast, bringing you the dirt and the vert. All right, welcome back to the Trail Manners Podcast. This is episode, are we on episode 13 now? We are, right? That weird? That is weird. It's really <laughs> kind of amazing that we've managed to make it this far. Uh, obviously, we made it this far with the help of everybody in the Kickstarter and how many listens we've got so far, almost 5,000. Pretty close. That's on uh, Podbean, so we can't really track iTunes, and I know there's a bunch there, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I think that exceeds our expectations for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to keep going. Ah, so... <laughs> We are at the beginning of February. So this, this episode will air on February 2nd, I think. Yep. Ground, and Groundhog Day. I'm telling you, man, I am feeling the winter bad this year for some reason. It's been, well, last year we didn't really have one here. Oh, it was wonderful. So this year we're, we just got hit. Yeah, it, it won't stop snowing. And for all you people that live in Arizona and California, you can suck it right now <laughs> because I'm super jealous. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to hear about it. Yeah, I will let you know how much I am envious of you. Um, man, yeah, I'm feeling the blah right now. I just don't really want to go run the same trail over and over again. And I know that we have that access, but for me right now, I just can't spend that extra time to drive to that trail that's going to afford that new scenery. It's just not there. Well, that's crazy, too, because the first of the winter, it's kind of fun. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. the snow's back. It's different. Everything looks neat and pretty. And I'm right. taking photos and send Christmas cards. And then you're, now you're like, come on, man. It's just you're like you're getting ground down. Yeah. And I, I hate to be that, that negative nanny about this, but it's really never affected me before like this. And I think that's why I'm having a hard time dealing with it. It's weird, and I'm not quite sure how to get out of it. Uh, one of the things I'm trying to do, uh, you know, to combat it and to also maybe combat my overload of work right now is I've brought a kettlebell home from the gym. Um, you know, I own a gym, and uh, I have all the equipment available to me. Um, for some reason, I don't want to work out there. <laughs> I'd rather do it at the house. All the access right on the spot. Yeah, right? Um, but I find it easier to be working on my computer and then I can stop and take a break, and I can do some kettlebell swings, or I can do some core work, um, and that is helping. And I, I think that 
you know, besides helping me, it, it helps all the runners to do a little bit of maintenance work during the winter. Break it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do maintenance work, you, you got to do something that's going to help your, your running, right? It needs to assist what you're going to do outside. So kettlebell swings are great. They're simple to do. You, you can get a kettlebell pretty much anywhere now. Um, you can find one on freaking Craigslist. Here locally, we have KSL Classifieds. It seems like somebody's always selling something there. Um, and the sell might be good because yeah. we're, it's January, and I'm sure people have already fallen off their, their resolution wagon. Now they're just cleaning up. So Yeah, they do. <laughs> you might have a discount on some on there now. That's right. Trying to make back some of that money they spent on those new kettlebells. Um, I think kettlebell swings are great. Um, just, you know, find a YouTube video that explains how to do one. Uh, keep your back straight, your chest tall. Uh, work on just the, the Russian swing. That's the where the kettlebell only comes up to about your chin height. Um, the other one that's really big is kind of that CrossFit swing. It's also called the American swing. It's where it goes all the way over your head. That one's a little bit more advanced, and, you know, we're not really big on it in my gym just because I don't like the mechanics of the shoulder on that. So look for explanations of how to do a Russian swing. It'll be really beneficial. Start off light. Make sure you have good form. And then you can progress. You can do single arm swings with those things. Uh, we like to do a bunch of lunges with them where you hold the kettlebell in the goblet style. Um, goblet squats are great. Um, gosh, windmills. Boy, you name it. Kettlebells are really useful in that off-season strength work. Um, another thing I've been doing at the house, just push-ups, a bunch of core work. I just try to keep it simple, but those movements, those exercises have to support your long-term goal. So, yeah, sure, I love powerlifting and Olympic lifting, but right now, for me, I'm going to keep it simple. And I recommend to everybody else, just keep it simple for right now. You know, and I've been seeing a lot of things, too. What's your, what's your take on planks? I see a lot of that coming, like competitor running on Facebook. Everything, these little quick little workouts, planks. What's your what's your take there for? for I like planks. I think they're good. I I know the the guys up uh, in Jackson, uh, Rob and his group up there at Mountain Athlete. They kind of moved away from the planks because their rationale was, hey, we're rarely ever in that type of position when we're active, right? Unless you're just on the ground puking your guts out and you're trying to hold the plank, right? Yeah, I've done that. Their, their rationale is, hey, we're, we're constantly moving. We're bipedal. Uh, we're twisting. We're rotating. So they've really implemented a lot of rotational type of strength exercises. But same thing. Start simple. Don't overdo it. And build yourself up. Um, planks maybe are a great way to start. Maybe your core is just not as strong as it should be. Um, start off with the plank. Uh, there's a lot of different variations on the plank, too. I think there's a group out of Boulder. They're, they're the ones that came out with the Myrtle routine. They have a really good flow for core strength, and I think it's about 10 minutes long. Uh, so if you just search the Myrtle routine, uh, they've got a really good plank um, YouTube video as well that you can follow up on that. So, Joel, what are the chances on this podcast, on the notes, what are the chances of you having a couple links for these exercises for people? Yeah, we can definitely make that happen and probably embed the YouTube video in the post too. So that way you don't have to go fishing for it. And what's another one like uh, single leg stuff? Yeah, single leg's really big. I mean, we always implement that in the gym throughout the winter as well. So we'll do single leg uh, squats off of an elevated, you know, like a box or a 45-pound plate. 
So that way you can isolate one side and you'll find out real quickly what side's stronger than the other. And we're trying to reduce the asymmetry. Um, never ever gonna be perfect. I mean, nature doesn't have that symmetry and our bodies don't either. It's just the nature of us. So we do a bunch of single leg work. Um, we'll do like a, we call it a single leg lunge where your back leg is elevated on a box or oh, on like a, like a TRX type of thing. Yeah. I mean, that really, that, that does it right there, man. Nice. That makes it nice and strong. Uh, single leg hamstring curls off of like a TRX. Uh, we use a jungle gym at our place. Uh, they're not as expensive, and they're a lot more durable than the TRX. So you can get those jungle gyms at like Sports Authority. Nice. Like 7500 bucks, something like that. Dick's Sporting Goods have stuff like that? I'm sure they do. That's pretty yeah. na national. So, yeah, focus on that single leg work. Um, boy, the single leg wall sits. Stuff like that. Just keep it simple. Make sure that it's going to be effective and support what you're trying to accomplish throughout the year. And you know what I like to throw in after all this stuff? A visit to a massage therapist. Oh, yeah, definitely. So <laughs> locally, um, Eric and I see Nate Graven. He is, I think, one of the best, at least in our region, if not in the nation, as far as understanding how athletes work. So you've got to find that, that person. And then you got to make that relationship and you got to stay on the, I always say, stay on the book. Yeah. Meaning that you need to book out two, three, four months out. I just did that on Thursday. Yeah. Yep. And in the off season, I'll stay on the book once or twice a month. Uh, in the in season, um, it might be three times a month just because you're getting so beat up and it just helps with recovery. And especially after a race. Yeah. I always book one after a race. Yeah. I usually do before, um, a few days before to get that nice loosen going. It's yeah. usually about four days before is when we do it. Yeah, I've I've experimented with that. I've had a session like two days before speed go, and I was really sore. <laughs> I mean, it was from, crazy from the the work or from no. Speed I remember <laughs> like halfway through the speed go race, I was like, man, I am more sore than I really should be at this point, and I think it was because Getting of extra body work. You know, so you got to experiment with that. Another thing that I tried last year was a chiropractor. Now, this chiropractor, she's also an acupuncturist. Yikes. And that was my first time with that. And it was really weird. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I've been down that road and not again, probably. Yeah. So I think it helped. Um, I felt really good after the Zion 100 because I was seeing not only my massage therapist, but also the acupuncture you know, chiropractor as well. So you got to have that bag of tricks that helps you to achieve that long-term goal. Um, and also another thing that I want to try this year is cryotherapy. We've got one of those uh, here. Yep, we do. Um, one of my clients has been comboing the massage and the cryotherapy. He says it's amazing. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. I, I think I might have a little bit of aversion to the cold. Uh, that, I might do that and just because I like it. Yeah. And Take your speedo. Even, yeah, not even worry about the, you know, what it's for. Right. Just getting nice and cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous about that. So maybe we should uh, podcast that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, That'd be fun. Some, we'd have to beep out some stuff. There'd be some screaming. Yep. I'd be giggling because I really enjoy the cold stuff. But, um, yeah, that'd be a really good one to come through on is that cryo. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, they're down there in uh, South Ogden. I think they got another location, maybe in Salt Lake area. So check them out. You know, 
like I said, you got to build up that bag of tricks. Just all, all those two. Everything's a tool. It is. Everything's, everything's a tool. A tool. And, yep. and as you said before, you got to test it out. What works for you may not work for somebody else. But That's right. I tell you, when I started going to Nate a few years ago, I could not believe the difference it made. Yeah. And I know there's people that are as good as he is that are in, like, the Salt Lake area for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast and you live in Salt Lake, hey, leave us a message. We want to know who these people are. If you live somewhere else, Boulder, Fort Collins, somewhere in Cali, and you got that person, and you don't mind sharing, and I know that sometimes you're afraid to share. Yep. Because <laughs> this, this is your guy, right? And you don't want anybody else going to your guy because... It takes well, up more spots, too. It does, it's right? It's harder to get in. That's why you got to stay on the book. That's right. Stay on the book. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I've been kind of, kind of poo-poo in the winter this year. And uh, just trying to fight through it and struggle through it. And it's just been, you know, compounded with the extra classwork. And then I am full to the gill with web design work now, which is cool. But it's making that time. And, well, the one thing that had to go was running. And I haven't run for, like, nine days. And I'm really grouchy right now. Wow. You're, yeah. I'm surprised you're not crankier. Well, I'm putting on a brave face right now. <laughs> Well, that's good, but uh, yeah, I'm just happy you're back. I, I got to tell you, talking well, talking to myself, yeah. that's not. I do enough of that. Yeah. I don't need other people to hear that conversation. Well, you have to be kind of rational when you talk <laughs> about right. That's exactly. <laughs> you do the show, and you're like, oh my gosh, this has to actually make sense. I had recorded a few times. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, would you say like five hours for it 15 was minutes? It was ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> I don't like the microphone thing. And when you're editing your own voice, it's like, is that really me? Come well, on. Which is crazy because you have like one of the best radio voice, <laughs> and. I've been listening to this, when I go down the class in Salt Lake, I've been listening to a podcast called The Minimalist, and one of the hosts have, he's got the greatest radio voice, but he said the same thing. He goes, I can't stand my voice. I'm like, dude, if I had your voice, I'd be like in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just glad you're back, and it's it's a lot better, and I'm I'm real excited since we've already, and we're not going to say who, because it's going to have to be a surprise, but we got some guests on the docket uh, coming up that'll be a lot of fun yeah, and a lot of education stuff. Yeah, for sure. We haven't had anybody on education-wise uh, uh, in a while. Yeah, just Robert, I think, was... Like our first really big one. Yeah, and that went really well. It di- It did, you know. He just... Boy, we could probably do another two or three shows with him. He knows so much. And now we're going to come at it with a different angle. Yeah, too. which is way cool. Yeah, so it's going to be we like got the somebody other lined end of the up spectrum. In some, we got somebody in March that's also going to come in and talk to us about nutrition. Um, and she's just, she's a bad mamma jamma, I'm telling you. <laughs> she is a rock star in, in my eyes. So I'm looking forward to that as well. You know, the other thing I, you know, kind of getting away from that, the other thing that I've been seeing a lot of now, I think it's because people are starting to get out more, you know, the weather, you know, the lighting and everything, lights changing, but lighting, you know, yeah. what what to wear. A lot of people are asking, what do you wear? There's so much now out on the market yep. than there's ever been before. You've got you know, headlamps, you've got waist belts with lights, you've been, some people still carry a little flashlight. They yeah, like they better. do. You know, some people have the light that's on their uh, hydration vest, yep. you know, uh, and then now. Like that chest one. Yeah, the chest one. And then you've got, do, do I want one with batteries? Do I want the AAA version? Do I want to be able to charge it with a USB? And right. there's a lot of questions going out there and, and God, you think about it, and I looked at my arsenal, and I've got a little bit of everything. Yeah, I do too. So I've got the headlamp, I got the flashlight, I got the waist belt, I got the you know replaceable batteries, and I got three chargeable batteries. And when I get down to it, I don't know if I have a favorite, but I know I have a go-to. Yeah, 
I've, I've kind of got the same problem. I've got too many in the garage right now. Most of them are those little those little Tika lights. Oh, from Petzl. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's not that I'm like loyal to Petzl. It's just I think those were the cheapest ones. Yeah. And every time, it seemed like every time like a hundred miler came around, I always felt like I had to buy a new one just to have that emergency one yeah. around. And then also, you know, my little boy would always grab one and somehow he would break it. <laughs> it disappear. <laughs> yeah, disappear. <laughs> and so that's why, you know, I'd always go out and buy the, the cheapest one. But I do have this winter, you know, my go-to one has been that that nail, that now. Oh, from Petzl, yeah. yeah that thing's been awesome. I've, once I got, once I figured it out, I'm yeah. not a tech guy, but once I figured it out, it, that's my, that's been my go-to. Yeah, and you had to download that software and then you have to actually understand what you're doing in there because there's, what two or three different settings that you can program the the brightest setting out of the box only lasts like an hour or so yeah. and but you can tweak that a little bit where your brightest setting lasts for two hours which i think that's what most people's you know go-to run is you know between six and ten miles that will cover that and you're going to have this great light um it is a little bit heavy on the backside, but i've gotten used to it yeah i'm i'm not complain about that anymore you know not my problem is i'm an overthinker when it comes to it so when i go out on a run i'm thinking okay how long am i going to need this light because right. if it's going to be for a half hour 45 minutes i'm going to take something really small so i can stuff it in my pocket i don't like running with a headlamp when i right. don't have it on it yeah. just bugs me for sure like if you're going to run like say you're going to do a 16 miler and you only need it for that first half hour yeah i take like that little petzl light for yeah. sure unless you have the 600 yeah. If you've got the, the Lumen 600. Strap that to your waist. Oh, my gosh. I, I made that mistake once. You had the 600 on, and I had my little headlamp on. I might not. I, I shouldn't even have had it on. Yeah. It was crazy. I love that. I love that Lumen 600. I know a lot of people are looking at it and go, that's a lot of money to spend it for is. a light. But come on. How long, you're going to use it. You're going to use it, and I think it's going to last you a long it's time. It's going to last you a long time. It's rechargeable, and that charge lasts for at least a solid two weeks, I think. Yeah, and I've I've done that easily because we've gone on the runs in the morning where you go like you know seven miles ish, you yep. know three four times times that by two, still no charge. Yeah, that thing was pretty awesome. I I, I need to get a hold of one of those. That was that plus that that big boy Petzl, boy, you're yeah. gonna see everything. You won't have a problem. Not not one <laughs> bit. That might be a nice combo for a hundred miler for the first part of the night. But yeah, we you know we'd like to hear what you know you guys use out there. I know there's you know again there's so many brands, and I've seen guys with with come from stuff from Walmart. It's like yeah, I paid seven bucks. I don't need something. Yeah, and, hey, great, good, it still works. Yeah, it still works. So you can really use anything. Um, you know, we're not partial. We like we just mentioned a, a few different models there. But oh yeah, I've used the black diamond stuff too, and it works just fine. Yeah, it does. It does for sure. And you know the the hand holding a little flashlight. I've done that a few times. I've tried that. I can't do it. I've done that a few times, and I didn't mind it it's just getting used to it i think was with my problem because when i'd swing it was kind of right. nice to point it somewhere know exactly where i was going but again it's right. more things i had to think about true um i think that you get that problem too with the the waist belt that 600 you, you had to get used to the bounce at first yeah um and then you also had to get used to if you turned your head there was no light. Yeah, it, that it, scared me the first time. Yeah, I did it. you look up in the woods and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" What's that noise? And you turn, it's like it's still black. It's like pitch black, <laughs> and there's some deer up there stalking you. And you're trying to tie your shoe. You yeah. can get in some oh, pretty yeah. weird positions. And I'm not a yoga guy, but yeah, trying to tie your shoe with a, a, a 
a light on your belly buttons, a little tough too. Yeah, it takes some getting used to, but I, I think that you would like that. Um, they also, so Ultra Aspire makes that 600. Um, they make a 170. Now, Eric tried the 170, and I'm not bad-mouthing them, but don't waste your money on the 170. You know, if you were going to walk, you know. Yeah, like, if you're just walking around your neighborhood, it's great. Yeah, my wife walks on, you know, takes a dog out, goes around the trail, it's perfect. You don't have anything in your hands. Yep. You're holding the leash. You got your coffee, whatever. It's perfect. But if you're if you're gonna run, it's it's not the it's not the right one for you. Definitely not. It has its place, just not on the trail. Yeah, yeah. Six hundred will, will get you there for sure, or your other options. So, yep. So we're gonna we're gonna you know cover a couple more things here real quick. Um, you know, one thing I want to talk about, and I'm gonna just chuck this out there because I think it's kind of funny. Cause I had a conversation the day the other day with a guy, and this is this is where we take your feedback. So I know you're listening to our show. Somebody is. So. 2016 is a month down. Okay? Yeah. So January's done. It, it's yes. gone. It w- by the time this show airs, it'll be gone. It is done. So how many people out there are still on track for their, whatever you want to call it, your resolution, your game plan, your this is what I'm going to do, your 2016 dream, whatever it is, are you still on it? Because I'm not. I'm going to say... If we're talking trail runners, 25%. Think so? Yeah, I think that if you're talking general population, 5% or less. Trail runners, I think the one I hear about the most is consecutive running days. Yeah, which is, I don't know. I mean, if you're only going to do it for a month, that's fine. But doing it long term is just nonsense. I, I, I don't. And it's great if you have those goals. I just don't I don't understand. Because a lot of it's like, well, I did three miles today. I did right. two miles today. And that's great. I mean, you have a goal, go for it. I like that. You right. Know, it's mental, too. Yeah, for a month, that's fine. Yeah. But if you're looking to do it for a whole year, I don't know. I think that injury bug's just going to come up and bite you. And the other thing is I drive by a new gym opened up um, out here, and I drive by it. Which to, one's that? Uh, Vasa. Oh, yeah, that looks nice. Yeah, and I even at Gold's Gym's even another one on the way to work in the morning. But I have absolutely noticed the morning crowd has thinned out considerably. Yeah, that always <laughs> happens on those big commercial gyms. They sell a whole bunch of memberships, and people are just gung-ho for the first two weeks. And their attendance plummets. And I, I have some guys I, I work with, and they, they tell me all the time, like, I don't even hit my gym in January. Like, near the end of January, I'll go back. But I let the crowds go away, and then I hit back to my routine. And that's a lot of what the veteran, the, yeah. the hardcore uh, guys do or, or people. Dedicated people. Yeah, people do. So. But, yeah, tell us what your, uh, your goals or your resolutions are for the year. Um, are you still on it? Did it not work out for you? Why not? But the biggest thing, and I try to tell my, my, my kids this, it's okay. It's okay to fail. Fail it, quickly, I it, think, is the best thing to do. Fail it, quickly, regroup. Regroup and hit something else, right? That's regroup, right. Regroup, hit something else. Take it on again, regroup, learn from your mistakes, learn from your lesson, whatever you did. But don't just, oh, well, that's no good. I guess I'll go eat a whole cake tomorrow. Yeah, that's not good. Don't do that. So let us know what you got. And Joel, races. Yeah. Races, we've ha- we've seen it. We've we've posted a few articles mm-hmm. picking races. Yep. We've had this discussion so many times. How people pick race, why people pick races, it is exploding on the race side. There's so many. It's. I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, I wanted to go and try that Black Canyon race. 
because it looks cool. It does look really cool. And, you know, running on dirt really appeals to me right now. Mm, dirt. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's kind of far away, I guess. I don't know. What is that? Ten hours, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Something like that to drive to. So um, that kind of is prohibitive, but it sure would be nice to go down there. And then you look at the month later, it's like locally we have Buffalo Run, and then you have Monument Valley, which I think everybody should strive to go down there and try that race. I'm looking forward to that race. 50K is perfect. Um, just run. They got that first part of the race. I don't know if they're going to run it the same way, but if it's anything like last year, it's got great single track on it. Um, boy, and there's a short section of sand that will suck your soul away. And but the scenery is so amazing, really it is. Um, gosh, there's a lot more races in March too. I mean, I'm not. I know we just kind of have a tendency to focus on the Utah scene, but yeah, there's quite a bit. And traditionally, people have always tried to do too much, and well, I think that's just the nature of trail races because everybody's so cool. You want to go hang out with everybody. But you don't want to miss out. You don't. It's that fear of missing out, the FOMO. And that's been written about a lot, you know. Brian Powell's written about it, and he's got a good article on I Run Far. Um, and then we had Luke on a couple weeks ago, and he was like, you know, in the past I've run Race. 10, 10 races in a year. Yeah, too much. It is. And I'd like to see people maybe start focusing a little bit more on key races. And it's okay to go to an event, volunteer. There's always room for volunteers. Yeah, volunteer or just use that event as a fun run to build your fitness, but don't go out and try to hammer it. Yeah, and then hammer something else because I know a lot of people, they were trying to decide between uh, Moab yep. and Antelope Canyon, week apart. And oh, I know some people are like, well, I'll just people do, are doing do doubles, the, Yeah, I'll just right? do them both and I'll do the shorter distances. And there's nothing wrong with that if no. you're ready for it but you got to remember it's february yeah it is and a lot of people don't train hard through the winter time there's been a lot of reading on the off season which we've talked about and yeah you, you, a lot of people have it especially here you get your skis on you know you do some skinning you do some downhill skiing kind of transition but it, it can be dangerous yeah, running and it on can ruin snow. the rest of your year yeah running on snow is a lot different than running on slick rock so i mean people that jump right into stuff like that well they come out with injuries yeah and it's too early to get an injury. It is. You got to be smart. It's, it's a long year. There's so much that you can see and do within that year. You got to be smart. So that's one thing that you know, Eric and I have talked about recently. Um, we've been inspired maybe a little bit by our conversations with Luke and just some internal conversations. Don't shoot for everything. There's a good chance that race that you want to do is still going to be here next year. Yeah. So. Just get that on your schedule for next year. And I've, I've, I think one thing I need to change up, and I've fallen victim to this for the past several years, is I, I hit some of the same races every year. Yeah. For different factors. One is proximity. Yep. The other is because I like the course. Yeah. Um, the you other, like the people that like, show up. You like the people. The but, RD's you know, awesome. Yeah, exactly. I like how this is run. Or I want to better my time this year. Oh, yeah, I've got you know? that problem with the bear. Yeah, and so you got to look at it that way and say, well, if I run this race every year for seven years and I can't really run a race anywhere in that same time frame and I want to run that one, I want to run that one, so you yeah. got to make that call, and that's that's the hard call I'm going to have to make this year. Yeah, with you know, like so an example would be Vaquero Loco. I want the five-year buckle. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the hubcap. I've just got buckle envy on that thing, man. <laughs> I want it bad. But there's a really good race called, you know, Waldo. 
used to be called Where's Waldo. Yeah. But I think they got in trouble for that name. So the Waldo 100K, it looks amazing. It's been around forever. Um, Tushers. Tushers, yeah. Same oh. time frame. You Tushers got, looks beautiful. Yeah. You got those I'm a three. Scared of that race, you got those three right there, and you got to make yeah. that call. And which one? And you know you, you you know you're in heaven up in Afton. Oh yeah. You know you got Ty taking care of you. Can't miss out on that. But I I've already committed to doing that race this year. Yeah. Uh, Loco. Um, I want to beat my time from the year before. <laughs> and I, there we have it. Yeah. There, so yeah, I'm falling. <laughs> I'm I'm guilty of what we just told you not to do. <laughs> no, but I do I've it. already made the commitment. Um, I, I wanted to do the bear, but I sat on the fence for too long, and the wait list is like five million people now. So, That's crazy. Um, yeah. So I had to figure out that fall 100. And because I want to have that qualifier for hard rock. Yeah, everybody needs it. Right? Everybody does, yeah. which is just crazy. But the I still don't have a race. For you don't have your fall 100. I know, right? I haven't signed up for it yet. It was going to be between that one steamboat, the Run Rabbit Run, and I think it's Muggion. Oh yeah, Muggion, yeah. something yeah. like that. It's yeah. down in Arizona. That course looks way cool. I'd like to go do that eventually too. Yeah. The, the steamboat race, uh, the course doesn't look terribly inviting to me. Yeah. Just like it feels like it's a, just looking at it, looks like it's a forced course to me. Um, I'm never terribly, you we've know. Had, we've had lots of talks about courses yeah. that are forced. Uh, I don't know. The, the, the Zion 100's forced too, just to get the mileage. It does flow pretty good. So. I don't know. I'll, I'm going to probably try to get in the steamboat race if I can. Well, you hear you hear that out there. Joel is looking for a hard rock qualifier in the fall. So I, shoot I him, shoot him your, shoot him what you think he should do. Yeah, steamboat or Arizona. Those are the two I'm trying to choose from right now. But you know what? I might be locked out of both of those when I go to sign up next week. Yeah, because they go. might be full already. <laughs> I might be screwed. I and might I, not have any qualifier. And I get the bears mine, so that's my shot. You know, yep. that makes one me, shot. But that's what makes it nerve wracking is yep. you wait that long, and Ooh. if you don't something goes wrong or doesn't work out like you planned or yeah. whatever you yeah. got to wait another year i my, know my wasatch qualifier is over for hard rock yeah so i need the bear so i'm i'm kind of nervous about that whole scenario waiting and if it's done i'm done type thing i'm 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 in the same boat buddy i thought about going down the zion again this year just so i had a qualifier at least for western yeah that would be nice because i do want to do western eventually because well that's supposed to be our version of Boston, right? Yeah. And it looks cool. <laughs> it looks like it's a course that's going to flow nicely, and there's a lot of history there, and there's a lot of hoopla, and I'd like to go experience that. Yeah. But I'm nervous, too. What if I don't have a qualifier? Then I'm sitting on the sidelines, that fear of missing out. Yep, again, because that's a whole year. Yeah, it is. That's that's different, too, so that's that fear of missing out. So we're covering them all. Fear of missing out, beating your time, everything else. That's right. Well, Joe, I think we'll we'll go ahead and wrap it up. But uh, again, everybody, don't forget about our Instagram contest. That's right. Um, I think we'll we'll explain that a little bit more maybe on the the post itself on Tuesday. Um, also, we'll we'll go ahead and get all those links up for the kettlebell swings and some other kind of tools, maintenance exercises yeah. that that you can use during the doldrums of winter. Yep. And so so be interactive. Help us out. We're here for you. You be here for us. Shoot us, shoot us some messages. Let us know. Answer our questions. That's all we're asking. We got prizes to give away. We're going to start giving those away. Got some gear for you. Got some gear. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, episode 13. In the books. Done. So, 
thanks for listening. Thanks, and folks. Uh, we will wait for all of your responses, and we'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us. Don't forget about our Instagram contest. That's right. Take a picture of yourself or have someone take one of you on a peak. Tag it. Hashtag it. Pound sign. Trail Manners. Put it on there. At the end of the month, at the end of February, we're going to have some cool prizes, uh, nice gear for you out there, so don't forget about doing that. We also encourage you to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners, or just go ahead and swing by our website at trailmanners.com. Until next time, this is Eric Manning with my good buddy Joel Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it. (laughs) ¶¶